This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Guten Piskatava. It's nice to be back at your kippah. And we wanted to do again a session that is sort of Yotzim Naklal. We won't start at Babasha. I wanted to look at a few points on Yantiv, on Yantiv in general, um, and something more specific on Sukkot, possibly, if we have the time. But the idea of Yantiv and Simcha, um, Sukkot is a quintessential Yantiv in the sense that it's non Simchaseinu. And I wanted to look at two or three pieces that I photocopied on the PDF. We'll see how much time we have. The pieces are as follows. There's two pieces in the Kuzari, in my Masheni and my Mashlishi. In my Masheni, it's Nun. In my Mashlishi, it's Yeralev. There's the Rambam, the end of Hilchas Yontiv and the end of Lulav, and Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar and Pashas Pinchas on uh, Nishamayim and Sukkot and on Shmini Ateris. We'll start with the first piece of the Kuzari, which is really probably one of the most fundamental understandings of the role of Yontiv and Simcha specifically. The, in Memtes, the Kuzari, who is the... Um, king of the Khazars and, so to speak, the, the one that's the questioning. He says, by your Hakdamas, um, the, uh, I don't understand something. How is it that the Torah, um, it, it, shouldn't you be keeping the Torah by sort of retiring to a monastery and so on and so forth? He's basically working with the assumption that one needs to be uh, withdrawn and so on. And he asks, what exactly is the Torah demand of you? So the Chava responds, Amar Chava, Nun. And he makes the first point, he says, Torah did not, um, did not, uh, solely obligate us in mortification. That's not what it's about. A person is composed of many different types of um, intellectual, emotional um, personality pieces, and unless uh, a, a per, the Torah is trying to adjust each and every one to have its spiritual input, and they're all important. We're not there to prefer one koch of the other. We need to find in each person's nefesh, we need to find what is it that 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 is required for it. Um, and then he says a big um, yesod. Anytime you pull the blanket in any one direction, you're pulling it away from another direction. There's no such thing as a, a tchuna of a person, um, any aspect of a person that is the tov. Anytime you push in one direction, you pull from the other direction. 
a person who is very tataiva, nechlash b'kochamachshava, that automatically takes away from his intellectual pursuit. A person who's into pleasure is not into intellectual pursuit. Um, a person is very into, he wants to sort of prove himself right, and he's, and he's very driven, it takes away from other things. Now, a person whose body is weak, doesn't have really strong drives, he's not a very, very um, uh, 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 proactive personality, fasting is going to drain away and make it even worse. It's going to exacerbate his problems. A person like that has to strengthen his body so that he becomes more strong. In other words, a person is a composite of many different kochos. And the exact balance between the kochos is what Solomon Kim is all about. Um, an ascetism where he doesn't buy enough things a person for whom the acquisition of um, physical needs doesn't require much input, time, expense, and so on. So not having uh, enough things is not positive. And certainly says if this person has children or he wants to use the money Shem Shemayim, so the first thing he puts down the Kuzari is the tov that the Torah insists on is a tov that balances a person's kohos to be over Hashem. Um, so just like somebody who is a completely involved in palm pressing and, and PR, it, it will draw him away from any panemius and anything good that's in terms of introspection and so on. A person who is completely drawn into introspection and stops being friendly and interacting is also pulling away. It, it, the Chachma is not to pull in any one direction. It is to give each Nabi Chalik its due. Now, he says, if I can, if I can put down the, 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 the sort of the axis on, or the ax sign on which our Vodos Kim rests, three of them, Chlolo Shaldava, there are three yesodas in Avodos Alakim Apitora. Hayira, Ha'ava, Basimcha. There's a triangle of Yira, Ava, and Simcha. Hiskarev Elakechab Chal Achas Meila. Come close, draw close to Kachbroch with all of these. Ve'oche, Bikni Oscha Bimea Tainis, the humility. And that is invoked in a person on a day of a tainus and the contriteness. Does not bring you closer to Hashem than the Simcha Shabbos Yantiv. If the Simcha is a product of Machshav and Kavana. Let's first talk about the point he's made and then we're going to, before and then we're going to look at this point. He says, Torah 
Kirov Elikim rests on three axi. Yira, Ava, and Simcha. Let's talk about the role of each one of these three. Yira is the recognition of who HaKadosh Baruch Hu is. Um, if a person doesn't properly have the awe and respect for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, doesn't recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Ava is also meaningless. Um, I give a mush always. Let's say somebody was a nephew of the Chazanish. And he, the Chazanish was nifter when he was seven or eight years old. And this person is, he remembers the Chazanish's uncle, Rabshayat. And he remembers the uncle Rabshayat would pinch his cheeks, would put him on his knees, would play with him, and so on and so forth. And he tells us afterwards, you know, I had a very close relationship with the Chazanish. Well, he had a close relationship with Uncle Shaya. didn't have a close relationship with the Chazanish because he didn't appreciate and understand the Chazanish. His closeness was to what he perceived, and he perceived an elderly grandfather that could have been anybody off the street. It wasn't the Chazanish, it was Reb Shaya. So the first you sowed in a Kirva Takash was Yira. Yira means the correct appreciation, understanding, wow, this is the Chazanish. This is Lahavdal, Melech Malcham, Melech Baruch Hu. That's the first leg of that relationship. The second one is the Ava, the Chuka that you have to be close. You're drawn close to the godless of somebody of that caliber, Akadosh Baruch Hu. So Yira and Ava are both um, working in tandem to give a person that sense of closeness. We have a question yes. here. Um, why is it that a person has to have Simcha? Good, good. That's, that's exactly where we're going to. So we have Yira and we have Ava, which is perfect. What about Simcha? Where does Simcha come into the picture? So let's understand, and this is Simcha sort of the third piece of the, of the triangle. Let's say somebody tells me, um, you know, I would like you to meet the world's greatest scientist. He's here for a visit in Washington, and why don't you come down and see him? Or the president, whatever it is. I have great anticipation of the person that interests me mightily, and I go there. I'm not a scientist. So, and I'm not going to talk to him about science. And even if I were to hear things from him, that wouldn't make my day, I don't feel more complete. I don't feel better. I don't feel accomplished because I met him. It's a great event that I trained as a marriage with a person, but as I say, it is Satnit Samir. Simcha is the sense you have on some personal accomplishment. When your relationship, when a person gets married, it's the ultimate Simcha because that person has fulfilled me. A person has a child, the person has tremendous simcha, because he feels fulfillment. In other words, simcha is the sense of personal fulfillment. When I have integrated into myself whatever it is, the event, the person, the teaching, the, the accomplishment, when I feel that it has been mashlami, that's I'm provoked with simcha. Simcha is when I have become fulfilled, greater, answered, whatever you want. So Yira and Ava are the relationship 
towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Simcha is in the sense the expression of what it means to me. There's a um, Hebrew colloquial slash slang um, expression. When you tell somebody something that doesn't interest the person, you tell them, ah, did you hear this, this happened? And there's a, an expression, Simchas Kenti. In other words, it makes my Baba happy. Um, so, Kleisel's slang is Usher. It means, so what? I'm sure there's a lot more current slang, so I'm a bit dated on slang. But Simchats Kanti works well. In other words, it doesn't make me happy. So-and-so was elected. So, great. So, so, I mean, I don't feel better because of it. Simcha is the sense of personal fulfillment, accomplishment, Sechia, and that's where Simcha comes in. So that's why Simcha is the third and most important aspect of it. And just to go a second off the topic, um, or on the topic better, a person who goes through Yom Kippur can do it because he's duty-bound. Akash demands it of me. I must answer the call. I, um, you know, it's, it's, it's my responsibility, it's my obligation, there's consequences. There are many motives that a person can do things very conscientiously. But if I don't feel happy with it, if I don't feel fulfilled with it, then it has nothing to do with me. Let's give an example where where you can see such distinction. A person goes to the army in Israel. Everybody's drafted to the army. Some people don't want to go, would rather not go, and do their best to get out of it or not to be part of it. But a person goes because he realizes the country needs people fighting, and everybody's got to do their share, and what they're doing is what keeps the country in survival mode. So a person can do it very duty-bound, but he's not a soldier. He's, he's, he's not, that's not what his life is about. He doesn't feel happy, thrilled, accomplished, great to stay in life. He does what needs to be done because it needs to be done. He does it very conscientiously. But when his three years are over, the uniform goes back, and he does his miluim if he has to do it, and that's that. There are some people, they're soldiers, and they want to become a lieutenant, and a captain, and a major, and colonel, etc., because that makes them happy, meaning accomplished. So when a person when a person does mitzvahs and there's a simchashal mitzvah, that tells me that the person has connected to it. It's him. It's not just what he has to do, but it's rather the person. But that's the only type of things that give a person simcha. Now he says a second tonight. When does it bring you closer, Kadesh In If the Simcha comes to Machshav and Kavana, just like we understand that Tzvila requires Machshav and Kavana, it needs Machshav and Kavana. Why? Because it's only Machshava Kavana that helps you understand who is the one that was Mitzavet you, what it symbolizes. Um, give an example. A person receives an iPod, an Xbox, an iBox. I'm just not, I'm, unfortunately, I can't keep up with it. But whatever the person gets the latest thing. So he's happy because he got this 
Schwanzer that sort of he was missing. But it takes thought to say, well, who sent it to me? My friend sent it to me because he thought I would appreciate it. I really, really feel I mean, unique closest to my friend who sent this to me as a gift. Um, when a person has a mitzvah as a vehicle of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's, and be'etzim, the fulfillment you feel in a mitzvah is because you've tied a certain knot to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Samach to Hashem Alekecha, that's where the Simcha is in. So it requires, just like standing in tefillah, requires thought so that you understand who you're davening to. It's the thought that gives you the understanding of what's behind it. Thinking into a mitzvah gives you an understanding of who's behind it. Who's behind the mitzvah? We've got a question. Yes. The <clears throat> question is, isn't Ava also a personal connection? Ava means I am drawn to that thing. Um, let's, say, let's say somebody's got tons of wits and I love to hear him talk about whatever it is, but, but it's not really that I've integrated into myself. Marrying somebody means I feel fulfilled because now this person is my life. I can be drawn to somebody who's funny within. Yes, in certain ways, I like those jokes. I like the Bichachman person says, but, but Simcha is that feeling where it's connected with me and it's mishambal with me. That's really where Simcha comes in. And I feel a different person because I now understand. So when I hear somebody do a brilliant, uh, uh, whatever it is, uh, I'm, I, that's the Ava, I'm drawn to it. Wow, that's awesome, my drama says. But when I feel that that answer has made me a different person, now I understand something I haven't understood in a long time, and I'm so happy because my understanding is complete, that's Simcha. So he says, um, the, 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 so Simcha of Mitzvah requires thought. I'm now doing a mitzvah. I'm not kosher with it. I'll say over a story that I said over uh, Lely and Kippur and Yeshiva. I said it over many times also. But it, it, it gave me a tremendous understanding of it, just because the person said it. There was a Yidin Yerushalayim who was a big Oivet Hashem. His name was Chaim Brim. Um, those of you who have learned some Kufas in Yerushalayim, if I've heard the name, he was a fascinating combination of two worlds. He was a Yashalmi, but that automatically makes a combination of many worlds. He was Chidusha from Biyan. His brother was a Shishim from Biyan, Shia Brim. And he was a Talmud of Miskorov, which sort of really is a kind of putting together a few worlds. He lived right behind the Shtibach Meisharim, and uh, his wife was a Taisik. He was, he would give Chaburis, Vadim, Shmuzin to people in the mirror. He learned the mirror himself and was very kosher with the family, very kosher with the, and people came and learned with him and by him. He, he had the warmth of the chassidus with an appreciation for the learning and literature world and fascinating combination. Um, he, uh, I went with my son, one of my son, with my children when they got bar mitzvah, I went to him to ask for a bracha. And he would say a few things, you know, Kadako, he was always saying things. So he told, he gave my son a safe and described it, and he said, I, um, I once heard from Revolva the following description of a mitzvah. He says, when a mitzvah is done b'shleimus, the mitzvah and the mitzvah and the mitzvah become one. And the word mitzvah is written in Latin, the word mitzvah is Russian, like the word sevis means 
to be part of somebody. Um, the Gemara says, Litzavsa, um, you know, to that, that you, that, that even a kid is not learning, Litzavs Baalma, to be part of it. The modern of which word, Sevet, which is a crew, uh, a group of people bound together by something comes from that word. Litzavsa, um, is, is a, is a, um, a word meaning, um, to be bound. So mitzvah, a mitzvah, and a mitzvah, and a mitzvah are all bound together. And Reb Chaim Vrim added, told my son, I've seen this twice in my life. He says, when Siat Nerebbe um, said, Hishainis, we did not know him with the Lulav, I saw what it means that we become the, the mitzvah and the mitzvah and the mitzvah become one. And when the Chazanish Mincha on an ordinary day, that was like, it's so only, only somebody who could bring their two words. But it was kind of just, uh, well, I didn't, wasn't expecting that one. But the idea is, when a person feels in a mitzvah, his, the, in the Hebrew with Elikus, he feels his own shleimus. That's where you have simcha. And he says, you need to have kavana. Kachia simcha kavana. You're happy in the mitzvah. From the arv of the person that was mitzvah. When a person gets a piece of jewelry, there's a happiness to it. It's nice jewelry. When you get it from your chasm, or from your kala, that's an incredibly deeper simcha because this binds you to the person that gave it to you. And you understand what kind of tova Kashkoko did for you. It's as if he called you and invited you. I want to explain a dimension that we're missing in Yantif. We think of Yantif as the sukkah, lulav, matzah, shavu is maybe the learning. We think of simchus Yantif, basenyayin. But Unfortunately, we missed the whole most significant part of Yantiv. Yantiv was Shalosh Panim Bashana. You're called Nitzchurcha. You're called Nitzchurcha. Es Hashem Lekecha. Three times a year, we lived in Atisrael. We all had our own farms and things and so on and so forth. And three times a year, HaKadosh Baruch Hu invited us. And we came to him. And as Lira's Lira's, I mean, that means three times a year we came back home and were invited. And that's what, that's what Yantav was about. So if a person has that sense, it's as if a Kaddish Baruch Hu is inviting you to his table. Kaddish Baruch Hu is inviting all Kaddish to come for Yantav. That's an extraordinary sense of Simcha. The same Shevach al Libecha. Express it. And if your joy in the mitzvah overflows into singing and dancing, that becomes a And through them, you will become davuk in, 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 in the divine. Um, and, and then he proceeds to say that the Torah... Even for that, the Torah didn't give it to each person to make it as he wishes. The Torah gave certain shi'urim and so on. I want to just go back to this piece about the Zem and the Rikut. There's a, um, 
there is a famous, I mean, the, the, it, the idea of Zimmer and Rikud and how that should be, the understanding, I guess, that we as sort of Litvisha understand it is as follows. And we use Chesidish to understand it. Um, there was a movement within Chesidish, a sub-movement called Kotsk, and Shishchot, to some degree, was the father, was the father of Kotsk, the, the, the Ruchni is like a father of Kotsk, and Mendel Varka, who was a Kotsker like, where they very much, um, they, they reacted against the over-emotionalism and sentimentality of previous Chesidish. They felt it wasn't genuine. They felt it, it, was an, it was an end to itself. It started with itself. And they very much believe in holding emotions in check. And the only emotions that were genuine were those that you tried your hardest to hold them in check, and they exploded. That's a genuine emotion. But where you start with pumping emotion, that's not genuine. That was, the, it was sort of a reaction to it. And there's a word from Rabin Lavarka, um, who... Um, who uh, was a sort of a a, a, um, a Talmud of the Kotzka, not literally, but sort of a Talmud of the Kotzka, he was a son of a, of a former Talmud of the Kotzka, and he was very given to this type of derech. And he said, Oz Yosha Moshe. So Rashi says, like it says in the Pasuk, Oz Olal Gadoisav. That's when it overflowed. And he touches it that singing means an overflow. You can't say, okay, Rabbi Isai, um, where we will have now a singing session. Now it's singing time. Oz means at that point, Shear broke out. Like the passage that says, Oz Allah Gadaisav, it overflowed. It's um, all of the machshavtoi, um, it, it says, so sorry, it says, oz yoshe, um, all of the machshavtoi, all of the machshavtoi, you know, oz yoshe means all of the machshavtoi. So he said, I'm sorry, he added, like it says, Allah al gadoisav. Now, all of the machshavtoi means his mind overflowed into shira. Um, so Rashi says, oz all of machshavtoi, you know, what does mean? And he says, like Olal Gadaisa. That's where it goes. Um, it overflowed its, its, its banks. Machshava is the only thing that's genuine. And a person should focus on thinking about things. And when that overflows into song, that's when it's real Shira. So look at the way that Kozari says. If your happiness of it brings you to Zemarikud, that becomes Avodah Solakim. And that brings it closer to Kaddish Baruch Hu. Um, so, so the happiness and the simcha, the song and the dance, should be things that come, overflow from a person's understanding of what's happening. If I am with Kaddish Baruch Hu now, and there's a closeness to Kaddish Baruch Hu that is, is indescribable. And Akashbrach has called me to be part of his shulchan. A person's thinking of that should bring him to want to break out in dancing and singing. 
Um, somebody told me once a story. He, there was a one of the, 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 from the Mi Yeshiva in Shanghai. A, most of them came to America. A group of them founded Beis Talmud, which was a a um, it, it was a yeshiva that was sort of a mirror. That was like the mirror in, in America. The Chabur of Talmudim, Rabbi Mal, and so on. Many of them hadn't, didn't get, never got married to Kumanshir in America. And they were Chashuvi Eilam. And one of them was a youth called Rabbi Shmuel Kharkava. The Rabbi Shmuel Kharkava was a tremendous time of Chacham. He was also a profoundly emotional person. And he actually had um, he, he actually was a very musical person. I think he could play fiddle and compose things. But like like all good mirrors, this was a very very kind of uh, sideline activity, and it wasn't given prominence. But that was his personality. Um, a few days after Sukkot, like Ben Azmanim, somebody walked in Bismedrish, and he was standing by the bima, singing away and sort of carrying on like a whole production. He didn't see anyone else face magician. Then he noticed this person looking at him. He kind of was a little bit uh, embarrassed, whatever. And he said, a train can't stop on a dime. In other words, Sukkot and Chesterah, you can't just stop on the dime. Okay, now it's Abdullah with this. It, 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 it sort of, it takes a while from when you break the train to when the train actually stops. That's way he described his own feeling. Um, somebody also told me, I was the same person, that's been a long time, that he once came into his marriage late at night and he saw him and his chavrusa dancing around the bima. They had, whatever, they had come up with something and they were doing a little week around the bima. Yeah, that was his person. Um, but but the, the, the marshal to, to what we're saying over here is that's been overflow. The simcha and the mitzvah is an overflow into, in, into, uh, um, into song and dance. One of the things, one of yes. Here's a question that came up. Uh, Rosh Hashanah, we say that Yom Nerayim, Tzadikim Yira Yismachum. Yeah. It seems that there there is an element of Yira. No, Yira Yismachum means they will see, they will perceive, and they'll see, and and what's you know, we're talking about a hisgalus of the emes, and Tzadikim will perceive this. And they will, and they will, and they will be happy with it. Um, the the um, so so out of, out of that out of that sense of thought and so on, that's pretty much as it becomes. I want to add a, another point to this. Um, one of the things that one of the um, one of the terrible effects of where we want the fruit without the plant and the, the roots. The um, simcha, everybody likes them. Everybody feels good about simcha. So what you try to do is you say to yourself, oh, let's have a happy time. Let's make a party. Um, there's a, there, there's a, an Israeli song. Um, it's, you know, it's one of these things made for an accordion on a kibbutz night to sing and dance. And it goes something about mechei kapayim, clap, clap, clap hands, simchabe keplayim, you'll be twice as happy. In other words, so they rev up everybody to dancing and singing, you know, mechei kapayim, simchabe keplayim, 
old, you know, vintage 50s uh, or 30s song he puts on. I remember hearing it once on the radio and saying to myself, it's pathetic. I remember hearing advertisements. Party, let's make a party. Let's make a party. Well, let's make a party means there's no reason for it. There's no rhyme for it. But let's just be happy. But happiness is the fruit of a tree that's been growing. It's not a thing. It can't. It, it, it doesn't come by itself. Um, and the same thing as the Ruchnias. Chassidim, when they would ask Chassidim why they drank to make Simcha, which also seems to be counterproductive, the answer was that they're greasing the wheels. In other words, don't think you have a car and you put grease on the wheels to get it moving, but once it moves, it moves not because of the grease, but the grease just facilitated it. It's like sometimes a person really, really has a reason to be Simcha. We know we're close to Kashparuch, we know Kashparuch loves us, and we know over Hashem. But, you know, we have like service. There's that. You sort of uh, take a shot at to get rid of service, and an inner happiness emerges. Because the value that Chassidim attested to, to, to um, attributed, sorry, to, 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 to the, the drinking and, and other things was to sort of grease the wheels and bring out the national simcha. But everyone's might if there's no national simcha, there's not going to be a real value to that, to, to that act. Okay, so this is a very famous kuzri explaining about how Simcha brings a person close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as close as anything else. It is one of the tripod of emotions that's supposed to bring a person close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and it's supposed to come about by recognition and understanding of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is. And Simcha has a way of overflowing um, into, into dance and song, but these are all meaningful only when it's an overflow of a person's sense of simcha through a hakara machshav and so on. There's another piece in the Kuzari here, and this is Maimashlishi and Aleph. He speaks about a general day of an Ovid Hashem, the general pattern of Ovid Hashem. The uh, piece we want to see is complementary to the piece we saw before, and it's the paragraph that Amut Kufches in the in the photo you have. The last paragraph. Doing all these mitzvahs bring a person to Avenira. And the condition is it needs the shear that the Torah gave. No, it needs the balance. Um, and we all know it when, when we have a relationship with somebody. We want a healthy balance of a respect for me, a liking for me, an enjoyment of my company, respect for my privacy. There are different, different balances going to it. But the shiurim are, on the one hand, On the one hand, an overdoing of familiarity. Simcha takes a person out of control, and the person begins to lose control over himself. And the simcha, even certainly on the low darkness, even on higher darkness, it takes a person away from Rosh Hashem sometimes. On the other hand, if a person lives just with the Euro part of it, just with the part of how far we are, and so on, then a person doesn't have simcha. 
if I feel, if I keep stressing about how far away I am, how unaccomplished I am, how not good I am, there's no place for simcha. A person doesn't give the appropriate shevach. In other words, a person who is unhappy cannot praise. How do I praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Praising doesn't just mean, wow, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is great, fantastic, infinite, etc., etc. Praising requires that I see a positive value in it. How Ashrenu Matov Chalkenu allows me to praise. For instance, let's let's give an example of what I mean. Let's say there's a there's a school that's extremely demanding in its standards and and it's very very prestigious in the students that it's produced. And let's say I fail the entrance examination or the exit examination. And I'm not part of that school. I don't have the accomplishments associated with it. I, I may say about the school, yes, it's a very tough school and very demanding, very high. But that's not quite the shevach of that. I, I don't say it's a great and fantastic place um, because I've turned away from it. It has nothing to do with me. So I, I can give it high marks, but the word shevach implies a personal appreciation of it. When I've been there and it's demanded of me and I've produced and I've grown because of it, that's not a meshavech. A person who lives life without simcha cannot be meshavech HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Yes, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is great and that's the infinite. I'm going to hold. That's, the, 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 that, that's not, I don't sing the shvach HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When I'm attached to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, yes, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is great and um, infantismal, but Shmeina Karasa Bishimcha, you've called, you, but, but somehow you've taken us along with you. That's, that type of expression is Shevach. And the Simcha is required to worship HaKadosh Baruch Hu because, yes, we are part of it. We belong. I, w- I want to explain a point um, about, again, about Chesidus and what they try to accomplish. There's a very shallow way of looking at it that the outside world looks at, and they, the, the secular writers look at Chassidus as follows. Life in Europe was terrible. It was rotten. People were poor. Their lives were in danger sometimes. There was no hope. Everything was really down, 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 down. And the Litvish, uh, the Litvish Magidim, would kind of be very, very, uh, um, you know, be, they'd be tell us about how terrible Gehenna was, and things were terrible, and more terrible, and those and people were really, really depressed and down. So, Balshanta came along, Balshanta was kind of sort of a modern type of feel-good type of person, and he said, well, why do you have to live like that, feeling how bad things are? Why don't you just drink and sing and dance, and just be happy, Lidalak? And everything will be good. Just be happy. Dance, clap, sing, drink, and you'll be happy. That's a terrible, terrible, um, that's a very, very, very terrible uh, message. It's a very stupid one. Um, 
uh, it, it's it's a way of saying it's basically uh, it's an anesthesia for the realities of life. Um, any good psychologist knows that that anesthetics are might be a short term fix, but certainly the long term fix. If the honest truth is that from the perspective of the person, things are rotten, and there's nothing being done to better them, that's a horrible. I mean, that's basically palliative care for terminal patients. It's not a great movement. Um, every psychologist tries either to find the points that are really positive in that situation or a, an, a, a way how to build up towards things that are positive because then you're dealing with reality. And getting away from reality, smoking yourself insane with pot is not, is not um, a, 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 a What the Balshemtev said was as follows. Rabiit, you woke up this morning, which means that this morning, Akarish Baruch said, I want Yank of this world. There's a Vayipach Ba'apach every morning. That's what we say. Alakai, Nishamash Nesatabi, Atanefachtabi. Every morning, a person gets up and says, Akarish Baruch wants me. Akarish Baruch says, Yisrael Ashabachoy Spoya. I'm proud of you because of what a Yid does, because of what a Yid endures, because of the potential Yid has. And even if we're short, and way short of where we, we've come, but the cup is so full. And even if the cup is not full, the fountain is right next to the cup. The cup is waiting to be filled because it, it, the cup is full of potential, and the fountain is waiting to fill it. That's very, very happy. There's no money in the bank, but I have a check in the mail. So, I mean, yes, if I'm under $1,000 and I have a check for 5000 I wouldn't be happy. Yes, I have to go to the bank, I have to cash it. I have to ask the guy to give me credit, whatever it is, but, but it's there. The Baal Shem Tov wasn't coming to tell you that you should be besimcha because just be besimcha. Even Hashem besimcha is not a meaningless phrase. You can't, if somebody once said about certain groups of Chassidim that walk around working on simcha, um, he said, <laughs> a friend of mine said, there is nothing more depressing than to see a depressed person pretending he's happy. Um, if the simcha is by just singing and dancing and forgetting about the world, that's a terrible, terrible approach. It, it's basically, that's drugs, a, a, a different version of drugs, a, a cheaper version of drugs. Smil simcha is understanding how much good it has, how much potential is everything. I'm putting on a PRX film. How many things we do in a day Vitsivana, Vitsivana, Karstoch was telling us to do this, telling us to do that, and we're doing it. And, and, and with all the shortcomings, look at what we do have. And, and when a person is the Simcha, he can be Meshabbeach, Karstoch, Baruch Aleikeinu, Shabron Alechvoida, Yvdeloi Benatoyim, Vedosman Taras Emes, Rechayim Tavzacheinu, that's the Simcha. The Simcha is, we have so much. And, and that's why, and, and so his second piece here, the Kuzari is saying, a person cannot be mekayim, simcha, truly, it cannot become shevach, because shevach is not a, an artificial appreciation, but it's rather a personal note of appreciation. It's not an artificial appraisal of the value of X or Y or Z, but it's, it's shevach is your appreciation of something. That's a better word than appraisal. Right? So I, I, yes, appraisal versus appreciation. I can appraise things that don't belong. I can look at the, at the painting you have and say, my gosh, that painting is worth millions and millions of dollars. That's an appraisal. 
ton of appreciation. When I have something that's very valuable, I appreciate it. And that's, and, and, and that's what Simcha, that's what Shevach is, and can only come if the person himself feels part of it. And that's where Simcha comes in. Those are two pieces in the Kuzari that we saw. Very, very fundamental pieces of Simcha, and it's Shayach Tzaman Chaseinu. We have a little more time. Let's take with the Rambam. That's in the end of Hilchis um, Lulav. And Kedako, it sort of complements things we've seen. Yud Beis. Afal Pishik, this is the second piece I sent out, I think, and not included in the first file. Uh, it's, if, you, if you're more comfortable looking at it. Together. What? You put it both together. Excellent. Um, it, it's Perik Ches Halochi Yud Beis. Afal P that all of my others went to the Smarch Ben, Chagas Sukkis, there was a Simcha Yaseiro. Yud Gimel, how was the Simcha? The Cholol is Makeh, Menagin Bekinor, and everyone in a cliche should tell the nagging boy, Omisha Dea Bepe is, 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 is Bepe, Verroikdin, Omisapkin, Metapkin, Metfazin, Mekarkikin, Kol Echad Vechvishde. Everyone expresses his Simcha in whatever way he can, whether it's the type of, whether it's dancing, clapping, whatever. Veoimrim Diveshirsis And you say Diveshirsis Bachos. That's what, um, you catch the Kuzari, that it's all, each one does it in a way that he knows how to do it, and what, what, you, what you're doing is you're saying shiras hishpachos. you dalit. Mitzvah laharbos v'simcha zu. It's a mitzvah to be marvin the simcha. V'lo hoya oisana yisama oretz v'chol But it wasn't open to the dancers and singers of the world, tamaratim. Um, they were the ones who did this dancing and singing. Remember, Kuzari, that it has to come as a result of machshava. It has to come as a result of, it's an expression of appreciation. So the people the people who can express it, the Chachm Yisrael, Rashi Sivis, Tanar Sidim, they're the ones that are appropriate to express it because they're expressing the Simcha on what they have. They all come to see and to hear. In other words, seeing a person whose life is so filled with Alekus, at the moment when it breaks into simcha, is a very, very enriching experience. By the way, this is this is a mocker for going to a tish. Well, that depends what you think of the Rebbe. But the idea of watching somebody being over the Hashem um, with a hislavos and so on, if it fits the criteria of Golacham is on that, would leave everyone to, to decide himself. But then there's an Indian to be lyrics with Shema. Yes, there's something to be gained by being part of somebody's personal expression of Simcha. Just like when you join somebody for a Chasna, it's his Simcha, in the sense that he's a Mech, that he's getting married and so on, and uh, he's becoming part of it. Tesvav. Hasimcha she Yismach Adam, Basiyas HaMitzvah. The Simcha, the person, is is in the doing of the mitzvah, 
and the love of HaKadosh Baruch who gave it to Mitzvah, like the Kuzari that we saw. It's a tremendous Avodah. And anyone who refrains from the Simcha, royally paramimeno, the clawless and the tochach come because a person is not always the same to labor. The cholamegis daitoi, the chole kavod laatzmo umiskaved beinu komas elu choyte v'shoyte. I want to explain where it's coming from. As Americans, we don't give much to kavod. Kavod and dignity is not a great value. Letting loose and having a good time is good for everybody. And so therefore, as Americans, we have a hard time understanding the Rambam. Uh, but when people still had a bit of a Surah Saddam, Nechbados is very important. And a king bore himself a great dignity. And a person would not be light or loose. Um, a a, a, a grown-up person would run around the street like a kid or playing ball. I did. A grown-up person would go in shorts and jump up and down. Nechabandus was a key element in a person's sense of self. And Nechabandus at its core is a dignity is holding yourself in rain. And dancing like a kid, dancing is a certain sense of letting yourself go. When you dance, your goof becomes um, it becomes really a puppet of your feelings, and it knows no reins. So dancing, in, in when a person lets loose, is the opposite of self-importance. So a person who feels important is not going to dance like a little child. I'm not a clown. I'm not the, the local uh, entertainer. And so on. That was Michal Basham. That's exactly what he says. That's what Shlomo said. Don't prove godless in front of a melech. Uh, so, so the person who is a high rank, when somebody lower comes to him, he holds his dignity. When the king asks for something, you run on all four. A person who lowers himself and lets himself loose, that's the real kavod. And this is the story uh, Rav Azi referred to. But Michal Bashol was a princess. She was uh, a real princess. She married David, who was a commoner, kind of, and sort of a... And there was they brought back the 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 the, 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 the Taurus, and she saw him dancing away like he'd be a, a batchen, and she said and she said very cynically to him, she said, It must be a very important day, Mr. King, when when when, when you look like one of the um, local yokel. Uh, Guys who dance at bars. And David Amalekh told her, I would even make more light of myself. And I would still feel not enough. 
And he says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu took me from, from the barn someplace. I was a little shepherd someplace. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave me the malchus and the dignity and everything I have. What does it mean I hold ears before him? What does that mean? Um, the, 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 where are you when it comes to the show? The light that the person displays, the, 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 the sense of not holding himself being bottled to the, to the, to the same. That is the, um, that, that's, that's the covered order. So, so the dancing requires that type of activity. Um, I want to add one more Rambam, and then we'll finish with that. In Rambam Yontav Perik Vav, he speaks about a Yontav schedule. He gives us a schedule for Yontav. In Yutas, Perik Vav Yutas, he says, Even though it's a mitzvah, A person shouldn't eat and drink all day. This is appropriate on Hagar. In the morning, you go to Shul. You daven. You, you read the Torah in Yon Ayoyim. You go back and eat something. The whole of the you go to base And you learn for half a day. After Chatzoyis, you dab mincha, and you go back to your house to eat and drink like the main Suda until the night. Chaf. When a person eats and drinks during Yantim, Lo Yemoshech B'yayin Abishchik B'kalos Reish. He shouldn't just keep drinking and, you know, just being light. And say, The more I drink, the merry I am, the more simcha there is. An over amount of drinking lightness, lightheadedness, is not simcha. You see from here, there's an avoda with simcha. It's not possible. In America, there is a, a, a definition of happiness or probably the predominant definition that is a stark loggerheads, which what is the definition of simcha that the Torah gives. Happiness and the word fun are synonymous in English. Um, they tend to be synonymous. There is no word for fun in Lashon Kodesh. Uh, there is a word that was imported from Arabic, kef, because there is no kef in Lashon Kodesh. Lashon Kodesh is not kef. Fun means um, holiness, kalos rosh. Things are tough. Things. When you do something that's fun, it's like no pressure, no stress. It's precursor. And people need sometimes to be per gold. They, they need it. And, but uh, uh, that's not an avoda. person goes and does something carefree to relieve them of stress and strain. There's some benefit sometimes. But it's not avoda Hashem in any sense of the word. Avoda Hashem is a deep process where, like we saw before, out of thinking, where as fun, Holos and Shikris' point is to short-circuit thinking and to try to get rid of the pressures of thought, Simcha is an expression of the deep thinking process. And therefore, the Simcha and Yantiv requires come from a Makom of Avodah Hashem, not Prikasol.
And therefore, the Rambam says, don't confuse Simcha on Yontif with Prikasol. It's not having fun. It's being Sameach, Sameachta, Bechagecha, and, and so on. Akaponim, we should... Yeah, yes. a couple of final questions. First, um, would it be appropriate for, for people to emote during Fila, um, or is this just part of the Chassidish? It's part of that dichotomy. You know, there is a Mokram to say it's appropriate, because if you really had emotions, you would, it would overflow. And some people feel it, there's a tendency for that to, to overshadow the doubling. You know, that's already, that's already sort of Shita's uh, approaches. Yes. Thank you. Is that overall, is are they your questions that, or your, or your? No, these are from my own. Yeah. Um, uh, overall, is Rebbe saying that Roshinim Kippur is a time of shut on year and Abba? Yes. Where Sukkis is a bubbling over of Yes. Sukkis is the emotional bubbling over of the Omnirak. That's what it's supposed to be. Um, Refutna has a beautiful piece where he explains how Sukkis is the, um, Sukkis is something which is the culmination, both the culmination of Yom Tovim and the culmination of Rosh Hashanah Kippur. But Sukkis is definitely, it's when we know Akashvah was Mokulas and Atfilas were accepted. Many, many Chazal that linked it to, I mean, they obviously linked, uh, you know, you go from one to the other. But yes, it is. Okay, um, we should be Zohar to real Simcha. We should have a town of Simcha Shal Mitzvah. And by the session, hopefully, after Yom Tov, we'll get back to, we'll get to a regular learning schedule by the session. Um, thanks, Amir.